it is straight up 12 o'clock on this Wednesday afternoon. Good afternoon and welcome. You are listening to Blaze Radio on Blaze Radio Online. We are the Valley Variety. My name is Jacob Jones. He is Ben Yates. What's going on, Jacob? Oh, it has been a busy morning to say the least. <laughs> that is what's going busy. on. busy. Very this, busy. This is one of the busier mornings of, in recent memory. The weekend, too. Crazy. Yes. Since we last were on with Kennedy Mayo from the ASU Women's Soccer. Yes, we'd like to thank Kennedy again. What an amazing interview, an amazing time. Yeah. Uh, having her in the studio, unfortunately, we had some, some technical difficulties. We couldn't record. Yeah, could but, not record it. Yeah, but it'll great. always just be like the lost episode. Yeah. But, <laughs> the greatest of all time that gr- no one got to see. Literally the greatest episode we've ever recorded. It's just like the Game of Zones series finale like no one saw that game that they did between the greatest of all times and the truth (laughs) the truth the truth is here (laughs) but to say that this morning's been crazy is an understatement oh yeah and i say we just hop right in and i I mean just start off with the news his name is robert sarver it is why is he in the news jacob jones what's going on robert sarver is now opening up the opportunity and he is going to sell the Phoenix Suns. That's that's and, the, and the Mercury too, and right? the Mercury yeah. as well. He's Absolutely. not holding on to anything, no. which is great because this guy just got fined ten million dollars. How much money? Ten million dollars. Yeah, ten that's, million. That's a lot of money for us. Yes, <laughs> for someone like Robert Sarver, that's not a whole lot. Now that's very true. That that's is very true. That's like you know going to DraftKings and betting a good hundred or something. You're, you're losing some money there, but it's not going to be a whole lot of sweat off your back. Yes, it's so. As I'm reading the uh, the headline right now from ESPN, uh, Robert Sarver says he's starting the process to sell the Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury. As obviously, we saw the news with him being suspended a year, which is which was big in itself. But oh yeah, but now it's it's ramped up. Now he's selling the team for the first time, or I guess not even first time since he bought the team in yeah. In 2003, 2004. It's been a long, long time of Robert Sarver. And, and yeah. let's let's be clear on why he's suspended. He has been pretty horrible, <laughs> pretty has. substantial, horrible human being he in has. the Suns and Mercury organizations. That is all true. Uh, and it seems that none of his coworkers can really deal with him, especially the players on the court. Like, no, this is a thing that happens behind their back. Like... Well, I Robert think the, Sarver. I think the most troubling thing right now is that um, whether or not this is Sarver's genuine, and, and maybe, and I think he's in a position right now where if he did hold on to the team, yeah. Well, now you're losing money. You know, PayPal, the jersey sponsor of the Phoenix Suns, said yep. they would pull their licensing from the jerseys if Robert Sarver um, continued his role after his one year one year suspension. Mm-hmm. So, personally, I think there's something bigger to, bigger to this of you know, when the Suns lose money, he loses money. And so I think the smartest thing for Sarver to do right now, right now was to sell the team. That's what right. he's getting ready to do once he – so the Suns organization and the Mercury organization will start that that process. Whatever that process is, the Suns will have a, a new owner. Yeah, and it's really kind of a fan service at this point because we've been – as the Phoenix locals have actually been begging for this to happen because uh, it's a huge stain – on the Suns and the Mercury, who have fantastic people mm-hmm. in the coaching staffs, the players. Uh, yeah. There's not a really bad soul 
other than Robert Sarver within the organization. And to have this guy be a huge stain is one of those. And you have LeBron James coming out. Yes. Just I'm... going on Twitter and saying, like, Robert Sarver should be fired. This is a guy that's not even in a part of the Suns. He's, <laughs> he's just... Well, you see that LeBron has also tweeted out this morning. He said, this morning, too. I after, didn't even see after this. After the Shams tweet uh, that oh. uh, announced that Robert Sarver was getting ready to sell the team, LeBron quote tweeted it and said, I am so proud to be a part of a league committed to progress. That Yeah. See, if LeBron is against you, you're done. It's <laughs> you're or, done. Or if he, if he or even if he compliments you on Twitter, I, yeah. think, I think you're done. Oh, yeah. If, if LeBron James is on your side... Are you victorious? Or is it, no, you know what? Here's a better one. Put it on the poll. If LeBron James is against you, are you done for, yes or no? If he puts your name out on Twitter uh, anywhere, it's it's not a good sign. It's not usually a good thing, no. I mean, he's either trading you or... Or D-Wade just bought the Jazz. So it's one of those two things. That's true. <laughs> that's true, too. It's one of those two. Uh, and th- but it's great. You know, there's some mm-hmm. fan service going around here in the NBA. It, you see some justice being, you know, just happening. Uh, it doesn't look like no one's pressuring him except for the entire world to, to right. leave the Suns. Uh, which you can only, you know, give credit to LeBron, give credit to the fans. Why LeBron gets this much credit is beyond me. Uh, <laughs> but it is amazing that someone that has nothing to do with the Phoenix Suns can just come <laughs> on Twitter and say, hey, this league is bad. <laughs> I, it's as a longtime Suns fan, uh, we've known all about Robert Sarver for a long time. So it's not a secret that it was to so many people when the news came out about Robert Sarver. Right. It was more like, we know. Yeah, we're, we're aware. But I think it's so, so damning now that it's hard to ignore now, right? And so when the news comes out and now you get the, the press and that and everything that comes along with it and that that's when it becomes as bad as it's become and this has been a culmination of the actions that uh robert servers taken and but suns fans have been unha- unhappy for a long time i think back to yeah 2018 at a um there was like a phoenix council city meeting it was something like that and a woman uh, a elderly woman who's a longtime suns fan who was unhappy with robert sarver uh, got the microphone and petitioned for Robert Sarver to sell the team. And she was trying to get the the uh, Phoenix City Council members to back her on this. And she even said, "My our favorite quote from this is that Robert Sarver is so tight that he squeaks when he walks. That's an, act, that's an actual quote. That's fantastic. And it took the NBA world by storm. <laughs> that That... 80-year-old woman takes on Suns owner Robert Sarver. And Sarver wasn't present. So she went there just to... It's not even to his face. It's to everyone but him. Yes. <laughs> that's incredible. And so that's what Robert Sarver did, does to Phoenix. But <laughs> This is what Robert Sarver does to Phoenix. It really is. But Is that what Robert Sarver does for Phoenix? But I think no. now that he's... We'll have a new owner, and uh, I'm not sure how long the process will take. and we'll, It's just a wait-and-see kind of thing, right? So, but it's a good step in the right direction for the Suns because the Suns have always been anchored down by that. You, know, you have all these great players and you made the finals, but 
you have an awful owner and an awful owner, ownership ownership group. So yeah. now now I think it's okay. Let's get back on the right track and let's let's kind of let's almost like start over, like kind mm-hmm. of a kind of a rebirth for the rebirth for the Suns. Speaking of uh, leagues being pretty bad, professional leagues being pretty awful right now. Okay. The NFL. Ah, yeah. <laughs> the NFL has put a Spanish accent on the N mm-hmm. to now pronounce NFL as NFL. Yes. <laughs> During for their the uh, Hispanic, Her- Hispanic Heritage, Heritage Month. Month. <laughs> Even though, Wait, Jacob Jones, you yeah, you take personal offense to this. Well, uh, a personal stance, a stake in it as yourself. Well, it's more just like amazement. Yeah. That they. That NAFL, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's people in Mexico and in, in Spanish-speaking countries don't say NAFL. They mean yeah. it, it's the NFL, National Football League, National. Yeah. N- n- there's no National. N- there's no NA in <laughs> National. And I'm just amazed that the NFL doesn't have the marketing department as big as the NFL. Yeah. Looked at that and was like, yeah, that sounds that's cool, like. What? <laughs> that was passed by how many people? It's it's like what? How does that even? I I'm so confused, and it's so. I and I think what would have been better is have like a football americano, which yeah. is what they call it. So it's football, you know, we're the second football here in the United States. Right, right. We're we're the fake football, basically. We are the fake football. We're the we're the football that doesn't. Really use the ball with our feet as that's, much that's as true. the other one. At least like I don't know, ten times a game. Yeah, <laughs> but it would have been nice to say, you know, what they call it in Mexico and other countries is NFAL, National yeah. Football Americano League. Yeah, exactly. And that's so, if true. you would have had like, if you would have changed your Twitter about NFAL, done something like that, that would have been nice. But mm-hmm. to put an accent over the N in NFL <laughs> when. You obviously don't know what it means. There's been nothing but lashback against this thing. There's no one really rooting for the NFL in this case. It's Man. it's just stupid. And <laughs> I don't think it's I'm not even sure if the tweet is uh, I don't think it's gone because yeah. It's and I hope it's not because I I cuz if they're I mean if they're smart they take it down and think of another marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. Because that is that is that was not good. <laughs> it's yeah. It's, it's that's pretty embarrassing NFL. <laughs> it, it's it is embarrassing for someone that puts on miraculous halftime shows and Super Bowl commercials and you name it. Yeah. It's a tight ad. It's it is a tight ad. Yeah, is your shirt clean? Well, I mean they can't see it, so tight it's not ad. really a tight ad. This is not a tight ad because they can't see the shirt being that's clean. That's true. It can be as dirty as I want it to be, Jones. <laughs> but you know what it is? What tight ad? Oh, I knew it. The truth. I knew it. <laughs> truth. Uh. <laughs> Uh, anyways, <laughs> our legend himself, Jacob Jones, was on the news last night. I was. He was on the news because he had a massive freakout from the Byron Murphy touchdown at the very end of overtime yeah. from the Cardinals against the Raiders. Yes. I filmed it myself on my phone he did. just to see what it would look like. Mm-hmm. And he was rolling all over my floor just crying of tears of joy, yeah. screaming and saying, let's go cards, yes. let's go cards. That's I have to call my mom, let's go cards. That's all true. It, it is 100% true. That's all true. Uh, <laughs> it has it is now been spread 
locally everywhere, uh, from Twitter pages to No Context Blaze, all the way over to Arizona News itself. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this has gone a lot farther than I <laughs> I would have thought. Would have thought a funny video of me reacting to the Cardinals winning. The Cardinals posted it on Twitter too. That's it right. Was ridiculous. So, so <laughs> let me explain how this all started. Away from you filming and me being in your apartment and watching the end of the game, which was a miraculous ending. And Are we going to get the Cardinals origin story with you? Or? No, no. Oh, I mean, I could go yeah. back to the 1895 birth of the team, but <laughs> that's... not even the well, we're not, we're not even... We're, we're not, not even, even in that, there. We're not in, in that context right now. No. But Cardinals win, miraculous game against the Raiders, big comeback. We were down 20 nothing at one point, blah, blah, blah. Byron Murphy, fumble touchdown to win the game. And so I start freaking out at this guy, at, at Ben's place. Yep. And he start, and I'm literally on the floor. I mean, you can find the video. It's, it was on, like he was saying, the news last night. Yeah. And so, but the Cardinals had a tweet out to their fans saying, we knew you guys were watching. I'm sure some of you filmed your reaction. Yeah, wherever we, you were, we love you. Wherever you were, send it, send your reaction. So I sent it on Twitter. Cardinals picked it up and they put it in a social media post showing how much they love the fans. And that was picked up by 12 News for their segment. And I was the last clip that they showed of Cardinals fans and it's me rolling on the floor just laugh crying and Cameron Cox who does the 12 News Sports proclaimed that I was his favorite reaction out of genuinely the, his favorite reaction and he was laughing he said that guy is my favorite and like that I mean he's my favorite too he's oh, I appreciate it <laughs> but it's just it's gone it's gone almost too far a too far? It's, I think you could go further if you wanted. No. I, mean, I might as well just go up, you know. Yeah, ESPN hasn't picked it up yet. NBC Nightly News right? with exactly. Lester Holt. Exactly, yeah. Until it gets all the way to Lester Holt, it is not finished yet. Well, this is uh, this has gone very far. It's You know what? That's another poll question. Has it gone far enough, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> How much do we have left to go now? I mean, I got I mean, no context, Blaze. That's, that's a, a miracle by itself. Right. And I think I've been on almost two or three times You've now. You've been on way too many times for so many separate occasions. That's so. true. <laughs> let's let's make this very clear. You, you've been on this for th- this one event. You've been on Twitter about three or four separate times now. Yeah. You've been on the news one time. Mm-hmm. You have three or two videos of you just crying, screaming mm-hmm. uh, all over my place. Yeah. Uh, I had to mop the floors. Last night, because it, or two nights ago, after he did this, you know, just mop it all up. <laughs> uh, the Cardinals' stench was still there. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, but it was it was fantastic. I've never seen someone react so deeply <laughs> about their about their football team. It's it was incredible. It's, and I think you could go further. And the last thing I'll say on like the Cardinals winning of the, if you've seen the reaction and my my freak out, is that. You know, I see it on ESPN all the time. You see crazy stories of team wins on Hail Mary. Like the App State game ended in a Hail Mary. Yeah. Like imagine being a fan during like that. App State is insane right now. And like so you see – and yeah, shout out to App State. For they real. Just, they just keep – Mountain kids, man. They really are. The Something about those mountain kids. Yeah. Up in the Appalachians. Yeah. And are, going back to fan bases being the best and people celebrating their fan bases, there are some – that make sports fans look horrible. And one of those cases is the Cleveland Browns. (laughs) Because what we saw on Sunday was disgusting, to say the least. 
disgusting behavior of any fan to come out and just have a jersey custom made Mm -hmm. to not just poke fun, but to embrace what Deshaun Watson did. Yeah. As he is still suspended uh, for several more weeks. Uh, This is not a guy to celebrate, yet this is what we see at the Cleveland fan tailgates. Yeah. Uh, any anything. It's, <laughs> like this it's is not, they don't uh, mess around in this. Cleveland. It's, I mean, it's very hardcore. But at at some point, it's you go too far. See, that's something that goes too far. That is the one that goes too far. You, Jacob Jones, you haven't gone far enough yet. This is what Cle- Cleveland has gone too far. Well, too far. The thing that I'm pointing out, especially, is that. A Browns fan, because mm-hmm. the Browns uh, lost to the New York Jets on Sunday, and Jets came back in comeback fashion. Uh, the Browns even put Brownie the Elf, their <laughs> beloved mascot, at at in center at the the midfield. Brownie the Elf is such a mind trip. <laughs> and <laughs> Brownie the Elf is now zero and one when being the midfield logo. Oh, good. And a fan, fans were throwing uh, beer bottles and whatever they could they could get their their hands on. And one struck the owner of the Cleveland Browns. Hmm. That's and interesting. Now they're working with the Cleveland authorities to figure out what's going on, but this is just insane. Yeah. Of how it's also I think just how shows you how invested or maybe how too invested Browns fans are. I mean, I like my sports teams, but there's I would never throw a bottle at the owner of my yeah. team. There's some people that just left the Cleveland Brown fan base after Deshaun Watson got signed after all. Like, after all this has happened, it's like, how morally correct is it to be a Browns fan at this point? I don't feel like it is. It's it's a it's a bad look for the whole fan base. I don't I don't care who does it. It's yeah. You don't throw things. Like you just don't you just yeah. don't go that far. If your fan base is known for having someone like Deshaun Watson after all he's done, mm. protecting him how he is protected, then embracing him with jerseys that have names on the back like tugging or rubbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or having a whole setup of a mannequin in a massage uh establishment. Yeah. Uh saying nothing's illegal here or whatever. Like, I I honestly don't understand. How do you buy the mannequin? You go to the store, you buy a mannequin, you buy the table, you have the sign, you have a shirt for it, then you have the prosthetic that you set up on the mannequin. Mm-hmm. How do you buy all that and think, yeah, this is a good idea? Well, it's all just for laughs. And we all, and it's, they think they're being funny, and they think they're, oh, look, I'm going to make this whatever, and people are going to... Posted on Barstool Sports. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, they could be funny, right? But they have to understand that they're not going to be that kind of laughing stock. It's going to be the other way around. Well, it's, I think it's gotten almost so bad in Cleveland with their sports teams. I mean, they have, I mean, when they, I mean, we saw how they reacted when they, when the, when the, when the Cavs won in 2016. Mm-hmm. The city almost burned. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's the same thing with Chicago. Chicago used to be, the same way with how I mean at least for teams like the Cubs and then they drafted Michael Jordan and uh, the the uh, 
you know, I think every, I think they're doing fine. They're right. Chicago is fine, but Cleveland has just had years and years of awful luck. Yeah. And so I think that just culminates in this, like this anger and this, and this grief. And then that's how they feel like they need to let it out by, you know, a, you know, attacking the owner of a football team. Yeah, but this is not the way. This is not the. There's got to be better ways to show your. I I get trying to like go through the 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 Sean Watson thing like the right way, mm-hmm. like being a fan of Cleveland, like you don't want to leave because of that. Mm-hmm. There's ways to embrace the idea that you have this guy on your team without doing all of this. Yeah, because now it's gotten to a national embarrassment point. Where you cannot return from that. Like you were saying, there's got to be a point, and I think they've reached the point. Yeah. Now. They've passed it. And so I think this is almost where the NFL steps in. And maybe it's enhanced security. Above the enhanced security, they already have at Browns games. Yeah. And maybe it's just having the, the SWAT team down down there. <laughs> I know a lot of teams that at Yankees games, back at the old Yankee Stadium, Yankees fans would get riled up, and so they would bring the SWAT team to sit down on the baselines mm-hmm. to make sure nothing happens. Because they got that rowdy. And then sometimes it would happen, sometimes it wouldn't. But I'll tell you what, um, I wouldn't be running on the field if I saw the the uh, New York SWAT department ready with... Uh, no, with their... I wouldn't, yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be a big uh, big no for me. Yeah. The, however, this was their first home game. It was. So if they do that only for their first season opener, who knows what they'll do the next game. Mm-hmm. Uh it, I hope it's not this bad, uh, but you know there's fans who don't like particularly like what their team is doing, right? Mm-hmm. Or do enjoy what their team is doing and go about it a different way. Yeah. For example, ASU student section definitely could have done a lot worse when Herm Edwards was doing what he was doing during uh, Eastern Michigan. Sure, <laughs> which was not calling the best plays in the world. Uh, yeah, that's as, a, a, that's as an a ASU long. Pretty, you're, you've pretty skipped accurate. weddings for ASU football. I have Jacob Jones. Yeah, uh, Herm Edwards is gone over he this was. last weekend. He was. He was uh, fired Sunday. Yeah, or relinquished. Or relinquished. I relinquished. should say. Relinquished. That's the that's the word I was looking for. What a word, relinquish. It's you talk about innovative. Yeah, that is. An it doesn't get more innovative than that. Eight Pete, man. Eight getting, Pete is still alive. You think Ray Anderson has the style book, the Eight oh, Pete style book, or dude, the yeah. Ray Anderson went through like some spelling bees in his past. Oh, he definitely did. <laughs> was was Ray Anderson a spelling bee competitor? His vocabulary is yeah. superb. Yeah, it you really think is. So? Like you think, does Ray Anderson look like he was a spelling bee champion? I think he must be. <laughs> Somewhere down the line, he must have won a a seventh grade spelling bee. <laughs> seventh grade. Somewhere down the line, there's got to be a. Uh, it's, it's how our statistician find a picture of Ray Anderson uh, spelling bee when he was. Uh, oh yeah, he's hiding it somewhere. He's oh. hiding it. But yes, Herm Edwards has been relinquished of his duties as head coach after three games and an embarrassing loss to Eastern Michigan on Saturday night. It's embarrassing. Uh, embarrassing to say the enough, yeah. embarrassing to say the least of losing to a MAC team for the first time in program history since 2008 when they lost to UNLV when they were ranked. 13th in the country. And that was on Jake Brown's birthday, our good friend from it Best of the West. It was on Jake Brown's birthday. Agents of Blaze, Jake Brown. Yeah. Up on deck. <laughs> it's, it's, you name it. 
Yeah, he's like four different shows. Jake Brown. <laughs> he really yeah, it is. was it was his birthday. We took him to Best a really of the good West. We we took him to a really great seat at the football stadium. You know, mm-hmm. just good student section spot. Uh, and there, you know, as the student section is wild as always. Fantastic mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. until it wasn't a fantastic night, and Jake wanted to leave before halftime. That is true. <laughs> as we as it we tried that to bad. as we tried to stay and uh, watch the band. Yeah, and as they were doing their Top Gun tribute. Yeah, as, I could I could hear it really well. Yes, that's also ASU band. Can we get some mics at Sunderville Stadium? Yeah, we have them right here. We 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 can't hear a thing that you're playing. I know you guys sound good, but we just gotta. I I can hear them faintly. It's like, oh man, I wish I could hear that. It it I feel like it's such a good show. Like I need to. I know it's Top Gun Maverick. Like that's a great show. Just give be it to me. Top please. Gun theme. It's 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 whatever. It's the. The love theme from Top Gun, you name it. I mean, that soundtrack is oh yeah, one in a million. But yes, the Herm firing or relinqu- I gotta keep saying relinquishment, relinquishment, relinquishment. Uh, <laughs> running backs coach Sean Aguano is the interim head coach for the rest of the nine games, and then yeah. ASU will continue its, continue its search. But the Herm Edwards experiment is officially over. Good at, or bad at Arizona State, and I've been telling a lot of people about this. I don't know how to feel about. Uh, Herm Edwards being relinquished, and a lot of people on ASU Twitter are celebrating, and I think I think rightfully so. It's it it's not yeah. a, it's it wasn't a good program. I mean, the program was going in a very tough. Was it direction. better than Graham? Um, I'm not sure. Because here's something that I know. Well, it's you a, know what? It's a good stat. No, it's not. It's it. not better than Graham. Here's a great stat if you want to hear it. Ray Anderson fired Graham. For one, for, like the, in the press conference when yes. he was firing him, yes. it was eight and five is not our aspirations. We want, we were trying to go higher than that. Second place in uh, this Southern Division of the Pac-12. Like you guys like that? We don't. Winning the Sun Bowl is not good enough for us. Yeah. So let me tell you what Herm Edwards' best season was: eight and five. Eight and five. Winning the Sun Bowl. Winning the Sun Bowl. <laughs> yeah. And what happened with Ray Anderson after that? Contract extension for Herm Edwards. Yes. And, um, <laughs> but to answer your, that's so funny. It is, right? It's the funniest but, thing. You can yeah. Do. To answer your question, uh, Todd Graham was absolutely a better experiment than, I mean, Todd Graham had back to back 10 win seasons. So that worked yeah. out well ish. But the Herm Edwards, when people talk to me as we're wrapping up around here, but when they talk to me about Herm Edwards and how do I feel as a longtime ASU fan, it's, it's very disheartening, and I'm not, I'm not upset to see him gone, as I think the program will be better for it. But when Edwards took the job in 2018, he came in with a, a very fiery attitude of that, I'm on the train, I'm going to do everything I can. And ASU fans were very excited. Mm-hmm. It looked like the program was finally getting back on the right track, and we had a couple good wins to start off his tenure, and it looked like something was going, and then progressively it's gone downhill. We've had a couple top 25 rankings, but... It's it was it's just too bad because ASU fans deserve more, and so, and hopefully the news replacement for whoever takes on the job after Sean Aguano and maybe Sean Aguano wins the job himself as a longtime ASU recruiter, and um, you know he coached at Chandler High School, very good football program, and so I think the one thing Aguano might be able to help with is recruiting, which Edwards couldn't do, so. It's just there's a lot that goes into it, but 
we'll see what happens with AC football in the future. But it's a it's and, a weird it's a weird time right now. And that is a wrap for us. Come back next week. We're gonna do even more Valley Variety. Absolutely. We'll see what happens there. Uh, as we go out, we're gonna play the promo that Jeffrey Hinkle did with us. I got it working this time. Uh, I'd love to see it. And we'll.